Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. We're reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans, brothers and sisters. Owe nothing to anyone except to love one another. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. The commandments, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not kill, you shall not steal, you shall not covet. And whatever other commandment there may be are summed up in this saying, namely, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does no evil to the neighbor. Hence, love is the fulfillment of the law. The word of the Lord. Blessed the man who is gracious and lends to those in need. Blessed the man who fears the Lord, who greatly delights in his commands. His posterity shall be mighty upon the earth. The upright generation shall be blessed. He dawns through the darkness a light for the upright. He is gracious and merciful and just. Well for the man who is gracious and lends, who conducts his affairs with justice. Lavishly he gives to the poor, his generosity shall endure forever, his horn shall be exalted in glory. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Great crowds were traveling with Jesus, and he turned and addressed them. If anyone comes to me without hating his father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, and even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry his own cross and come after me cannot be my disciple. Which of you wishing to construct a tower does not first sit down and calculate the cost to see if there is enough for its completion? Otherwise, after laying the foundation and finding himself unable to finish the work, the onlooker should laugh at him and say, This one began to build but did not have the resources to finish. Or what king marching into battle would not first sit down and decide whether with 10,000 troops he can successfully oppose another king, advancing upon him with 20,000 troops. But if not, while he is still far away, he will send a delegation to ask for peace terms. In the same way, every one of you who does not renounce all his possessions cannot be my disciple." The Gospel of the Lord. When Martin had come to realize that Christ Jesus suffered for us and that he carried our sins on his body to the cross, he would meditate with remarkable ardor and affection about Christ on the cross. Whenever he would contemplate Christ's terrible torture, he would be reduced to tears He had an exceptional love for the great sacrament of the Eucharist and often spent long hours in prayer before the blessed sacrament. His desire was to receive the sacrament in communion as often as he could. That was Pope St. John Twenty-Third at St. Martin de Porras' canonization in 1962. St. Martin de Porres was born at Lima, Peru in 1579. His father was a Spanish gentleman and his mother was an ex-slave. 
a colored freed woman from Panama. As a boy, Martin's desire was to become a religious, but the law stated that half-breeds, descendants of slaves, were barred from being full-time members of religious orders. So what did Martin do? Did he start a protest movement? Did he agitate for violent demonstrations in Lima's town square? No. Instead, he asked the head of the Dominicans in Lima to accept him as a volunteer to perform the most menial tasks in the monastery. In return, Martin could wear the Dominican white habit and live within the religious community. The servant boy, Martin, at 15, worked in the kitchen and as a farm laborer. He did laundry and cleaned, worked as a barber, and helped to heal the sick in the infirmary. After eight years of Martin's humble obedience, the Dominican prior disregarded the law and allowed him to become a member of the Third Order of St. Dominic. Martin was assigned to the infirmary where he would remain in charge until his death. Martin became known for his patient care and skill in healing. In the hardest of cases, ridiculed throughout his life for his mixed race, Martin became known for his unconditional care of all peoples, rich or poor, from Spanish nobles to African slaves. Martin's life reflected his great love for God and all of God's gifts. It is said he had many extraordinary abilities including aerial flights, bilocation, instant cures, miraculous knowledge, spiritual knowledge, and an excellent relationship with animals. Someone noted that even mice and vermin could understand him and therefore obeyed him. After suffering with pains and fever for a year, Martin died at the age of 60 on November 3rd, 1639. After his death, countless miracles were attributed to his intercession that prompted his body to be exhumed 25 years later. It was found intact and exuding a most splendid fragrance. Here, then, is another fascinating story about a saint in Christ's fascinating church. It is the story of a humble, lowly man who loved God and loved neighbor in that order. Martin de Porres is then an excellent model and source of inspiration. We can become like him when we realize that Christ Jesus, the humble, lowly, and ridiculed man, suffered for us and carried our sins on his body to the cross. We too then, when contemplating Christ's terrible torture, should be reduced to tears. Those tears will bring on strength and hope in Christ's promise.